You okay, Mom? What? Is there something on your mind? Is there something on your mind? It just seems like there might be something you want to say. Yeah. Like what? I mean, why would I want to say something so I could watch you sneer at me? Sneer at you? I don't ever sneer at you. Oh, sweetie, you don't have to. You get your point across. Okay, so fine. Then say what you want to say then. Peter. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying Okay, things. so try again. Release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? Yeah, fine. Release me. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face. So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. And I know you miss her. And I know it was an accident. And I know you're in pain. And I wish I could take that away for you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did. But your sister is dead. She is gone forever. And what a waste. If it could have maybe brought us together or something. If you could have just said, I'm sorry, or faced up to what happened, maybe then we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept. And I can't forgive. Because... Because nobody admits anything they've done! Welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford. And I'm still trying to make fetch happen. Tony the Tiger, the thunder from down under. Okay, that one was actually clever. <laughs> That's because um, you got that one. <laughs> yeah, generally, I know. I know. I never have any idea what the fuck you're talking about. But I never know what you're talking about, you know, most of, of the, the time. time. Yeah. So... It's the I mean, yes, when, yeah, the, mm, yeah, well, huh, I guess I'll never be a Scientologist. Oh, yeah, well, they good for you. They won't let you in. <laughs> they won't let you in if you've ever been on any kind of hallucinogenic really? LSD, acid, anything like, yeah. Something L. Ron Hubbard said in one of his fucking books nonsense about the way it affects oh, the brain. Oh, antidepressants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or if, or if you've or ever been a, a psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you scream during childbirth, mm-hmm. you're a bad person. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of childbirth thing, um, we are watching Hereditary, which stars the legendary Tony Collette directed by the um, 
Um, Up and coming. Asexual. <laughs> asexual Ari Aster. I don't know. He Did you know that he's very cagey about his personal life? No, but I didn't realize he was part of the ace community. No, I just I was drawing oh, okay. my own Huge conclusions. <laughs> um, but I did listen to an interview with him before we recorded, and I think that there is a possibility that he might play for us. Okay. Well, and with all of the male nudity, you know, <laughs> that he allows for, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the early John Waters movies. I mean, there was dick all over the place. Yeah. Out the wazoo. And we got some... And we got dick all over the place in this and in mid-summer. And that very... And, and that very uh, forced male hetero sex scene. Um, you know, where the women had yeah. to push him into having sex with the woman, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah. It's unnatural. It is, I know. How do they do that? Okay. Um, plugs. Plugs. Um, in, baby. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I would like to encourage everybody to please check out my books on Amazon.com. You can find them there in hardcover, Kindle, and paperback editions by typing in Brandon Ford, and you'll also find my author page, which you can subscribe to in order to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release. If you prefer audiobooks, you can find several of my titles in on Audible uh, by typing in Brandon Ford, and you can also receive email notifications whenever I have a new release over there. If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram at writerbrandonford. Forward. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Brandon Ford and give your Twitter and Letterboxd. If Twitter's still around. <laughs> I know, that's true. Give your Twitter and Letterboxd, I said. Oh, <laughs> sorry. My Twitter is uh, Madonna Horror and Letterboxd is Tony underscore the underscore bear. I'm a Have you been bastard. keeping up with your with your Twitter? Um, I haven't really been inspired. Uh, I haven't really thought of any uh, clips to go with Madonna lyrics. So I've been liking mm. things, you know. Mm. All right. Okay. I dwindled off. Well, well, that's a shame. Mm. Um, okay. Um, well, if you're listening to this episode on the Blind Rage Podcast official YouTube channel, please don't forget to like, subscribe, leave your comments. It helps with the algorithms, gets the episodes exposure. Um, people still really love that Far From Home episode, let me tell you. Ooh. Well, they've got, uh, they've got a crush on my boy. Yes. Um... Um, fucking Andras. Mm. Um, and um, um, if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us there. 
Uh, please don't forget to visit the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page and like and subscribe. Last and most importantly, please don't forget to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, or recommendations. I'm getting a little fuzzy because we're doing a double feature tonight. We just recorded an episode, um, and we had an epic fail before that. So, um, I did two extensive reviews, one for a shitty horror movie that Shudder put out called Watcher. I'm not going to do that again because I don't feel like talking about it. Um, but it was a pile of derivative garbage that utilized Chekhov's gun. <laughs> which, which, which screamed first draft and I just got out of film school and I'm just learning how to do it. Um, and also Clerks 3, which was... Uh, a two out of five I wasn't very impressed with it although mm. it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't as bad as Tusk um, <laughs> but um, yeah it was nothing I really cared right. to see because so, I liked Tusk I should I enjoy know Clark I still don't know what the fuck is wrong with you I I uh I'm an empath, so I can get into the spirit of a movie quite easily. <laughs> I bet you. I bet if you liked Tusk, you'll like that fucking piece of shit, um, Barbarian, because it also has oh, Justin yes. Long. I would like to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know how much I hated it. Is hated Arnold Schwarzenegger it. again? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Shut up. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Actually, there was a sequel to Conan, but it wasn't the. It was Conan the something else. The Destroyer. Yes, that's the one. Don't ask me how the fuck I knew that. Then they had that one with Nicole Kidman, which I'd like to watch as well, but I never got around to. But anyway. Yeah, and then he and then he went on to do that um, late night talk show. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And then he made Mortal Enemies with Jay Leno. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Jay Leno had an accident recently. I know. Yeah. Um, would you like me to talk about what I... Actually, have you heard of the, the show The Watcher on Netflix, I reckon? Um. Yes. Isn't that based on a novel? I'm not, I'd like to start watching it. I'm just more seeing if you'd seen any of it. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to get back to you next time. Hopefully I've seen some episodes. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I think I did start one episode and it really wasn't... What it wasn't wanted. grabbing my attention. Yep, yep. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Do you remember that god-awful Keanu Reeves movie, The Watcher? <gasps> Um, no, I, I remember when it came out, but I didn't watch it. Um, oh my god, it was so fucking bad. <laughs> that was around the time where a lot of music video clip directors were making horror movies. 
because um, oh, the other one being the it, cell, you know. It was so bad. <laughs> and was Marissa Tomei in it? I don't remember. I barely remember <laughs> it. If she was, I feel sorry for her because I <laughs> enjoy her very yes. much, and she deserves a lot better. Um, but not only was Keanu Reeves playing a serial killer, but he was trying to play a charming Patrick Bateman type serial killer. Ah, and he, See, of course, he failed miserably. Yeah, <laughs> that See, was... I like I liked him in The Gift as a as a bad guy as like a red herring but otherwise which one the one with Katie Holmes yes oh I didn't see that one I saw the one with um Jason Jason Bateman, uh, Bateman. yeah I'll, actually I like both <laughs> the other one was written by an Australian who's also in it as the um Joel Edgerton mm mm do you have anything else that you'd like to discuss before we begin? Uh, the only thing that I watched, I rewatched uh, Practical Magic just because that's a bit oh, of a, com- a comfort movie for me. <laughs> I enjoy it. God. I think I saw that once when it first came out. It's, it's from the director of Who's That Girl? How could you not love it? And who was that? Griffin Doom. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. <laughs> was Sorry. in Who's That Girl? He didn't direct uh, it. It was directed oh, by yeah, James yeah. Foley. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was a movie from that period in the 90s where all like those um, like kind of romantic or uh, drama comedy-esque things had to have a, a musical number. <laughs> like like My Step Best Friend's Mom. Wedding. Yeah. Yeah, and my best friend's wedding. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on with movies in the late nineties. Having a moment of of fun. <laughs> yeah, but did it have to happen in so many movies? One. Well, it happened in Eyes Wide Shut. They had that piano peeling sequence. Oh, I was going to ask you something about. Isn't there piano in this movie? What am I thinking of? Um, is that what she uh, cuts her own head off with? No. There's piano in something. Oh no! I know what it was. It was in the other, It was in the movie that we were going to do. Oh, okay. And then I said we're not going to do it because I will not have it. Oh. Um, but there's a lot of piano playing in that movie. And I was going to ask you... Um, if it's on point. If oh, it's I, on know, point. I know which one you're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> if it's on point or if you were going to ridicule the actor as yeah, horribly yeah. as you did my poor Alicia. But we don't have to worry about that because there's no piano playing in this movie no. that I'm aware of. But there is right. some male nudity. Mm. Mm. They're not really the type that you'd like, I don't think. No, I don't more think like, so. Uh, ordinary folks. <laughs> and <You> isn't know, <laughs> like when you go to a nude beach and like they're all, um, yeah, or a nudist average. colony. Yeah, their their nudist colonies are always filled with people you would never in a million years want to see naked. Well, they're more like that's me. That's because <laughs> that's because nudist 
I well, I think nude beaches are different, but nudist colony. I think nude nude beaches are more about exhibitionism. Yeah, yeah. Nudist nudist colonies are just about being in an environment playing tennis where you're most comfortable and you know. With yeah, it, yeah. You know. Well, it's like an extension to your indoor house where you can walk around naked. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like you know. The I, watched thing a document- I watched a documentary once from the BBC about um, nudism as a lifestyle, and it made me really uncomfortable <laughs> because it was like talking about families who are introducing yes. their children. Yeah, I think I saw uh, either the same documentary or something similar where, yeah, it's the parts where they bring the kids along that I start finding it yeah weird. that was a little disturbing and it, they thankfully they didn't show anything um i don't think they would have been able to legally but the the they were talking to the the mother and the father and the son was like 10 and he was sitting there right with them and i was like yeah, okay yeah. no this is not all right i don't like this there's a bbc documentary i'd like to watch um that i haven't gotten around to i think it's called something like my massive cock <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll have to uh, look it up is that the is that about uh, Jonah Falcon it's a who's Jonah Falcon he's like supposedly got the biggest dick maybe on, in, on, on record according it's to just Guinness a like just a average bloke Joe Blow who like it yeah struggles that's an older documentary then well, it sort of made the news a few weeks ago, so... Oh, well, then maybe it's not. Might be a new one. Okay. Perhaps. Um, yeah, before Jonah Falcon, it was John Holmes. John Holmes was supposedly 14. Um, and I think Jonah Falcon's like 13 and a half. Okay. I would say that's about 13 and a half inches too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm referencing. No. You have no. never, I, never. Hey, does anybody know what that movie was about? Uh, I'll tell you what it was about. It was about an hour and a half too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shall we get on to this two hour, 11 minute movie? Does the movie Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, ring any oh, balls? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's you only saw right. it for the first yes. time about nine months ago. <laughs> yes. Because you're a traitor to your people. All right, now we're going to watch Her to Dirty. <laughs> Her editoring? Well, I was, trying to, I was trying to say it as the Swedish chef would. Yes. Bork, bork, bork. All right, Is it worth it? Hurditory. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> All right, you settle down there. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Are you going insane? You can, you can You can let me know. I won't judge. Why? Because I keep saying purgatory. No, 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 no. Purgatory. 
Sport, 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 sport. The Swedish Chef is my favorite Muppet. Oh. And then, um, Janice. Do you like Janice? I hardly watch the Muppets. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I grew up too quickly. <laughs> so I didn't get to enjoy stuff know. that other kids did. <laughs> okay, so... Let's talk about, about the obituary. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, could you imagine your first fucking feature and you get to have Tony Collette in the lead? How fucking lucky was he? Well, he had some very good uh, uh, small features before this. This is true. Um, so, he built up a very good um, film school reputation, I would say. Repertoire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that she saw fucking there's something about the Johnsons or whatever it's called, mm. and was like, "I need to work with that mm-hmm. prevert. I need that Johnson inside of me." Oh my god, Karen! I mean, you're saying about his. Your perception of his asexuality. Do you reckon he? Um, <laughs> I know this is gonna go quite dark quite quickly. Um, um, you think? I, do I think he was molested by his father? Yes. No, not by his father. But like, I feel that there are some people who have got a difficult um, grasp on sexuality due to a situation where they were forced to grow up too quickly. Just like you said, you did. Well, not in my way. No, you grew up too quickly in the bathhouses of yes. Australia, in the seedy alleys, I wish in I the bookstores, and the glory holes of a. Of I only started Sydney. my sexual journey at like nineteen. So did I. Well, my gay one. Yeah. Um, oh, I did kissing like with the neighborhood neighbor girls quite early on, but. Well, yeah, I mean that's so about as far I mean, as I went. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't kiss um, a girl until I was 13 and there's something wrong with me. The taste of a cherry chapstick. Because um, I, well, mm, no, I just felt like, well, let's just say that Kids that I knew and grew up with were doing things that they probably shouldn't have been doing at a very young age. And I thought that there was something wrong with me because I wasn't. Yeah. You weren't a cast and member was, of the movie Kids. Yeah, and I was like, fucking, I'm 13 and I never kissed anybody. That's pathetic. Um, I haven't been blown. <laughs> No, well, I don't think I was ready to go that far yet, but, um, no, but I did have my first, um, kissing experience with two different girls 
in the same day because I was a stud like that. Or a slut. Um, but this girl I was friends with, she invited me and her other friend over to go swimming in her pool in the backyard. And it turned into truth or dare. <laughs> and then it just turned into... I dare you to kiss her. I dare well, you that's to kiss a, that's her. A, that's the point of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up... Well, because um, it was her house, she was a little um, worried that her mother was going to catch us. So when I kissed her, it was under the water. But when I kissed her friend, it was uh, above the water. Um... But during one of the many times I got dared to kiss her under the water, <laughs> we were kissing, and then all of a sudden, boom! And we are both we both shut up like what the fuck, and we <laughs> we go to look, and her mother is standing outside the pool, holding a cigarette, just watching us, <laughs> and it turned out that her friend kicked us in the face to get oh. us to stop. Oh my god. Well, because she couldn't hose you down. No. Now, who is the actor who plays the father? Gabrielle Byrne. Oh, is that him? Yes. The devil from End of Days. I know who Gabriel Byrne is. He's been in a million <laughs> fucking movies. Yes. But fucking... I knew that... It was an actor trying who was an American trying to get yeah, an yeah. American accent. Yeah, because you know. Yeah, I'm very yeah. adept at picking up those things, except with the Australians. <laughs> We're a bit better at it. Like yeah, the aliens. Mm -hmm. Except for who's that one that I said really couldn't do a good American um. accent. Sam Neill? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. I enjoy every piece of dialogue where it's hints at something. You know, that you can reread it later and go, oh, that's why that happened. Mm -hmm. Now she was a very controlling grandma and... Well, this is this is also strange here when you die that mm. she says that she doesn't say, you know, I'm not going to die for a long time and when I do, you'll be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. She yeah. says daddy'll take care of you and then Peter. Well, you know, maybe um she's Yeah, no, I I see what you're saying. Um but it could also be the fact that uh, maybe she's seeing the daughter asking it from the now perspective as opposed to yeah but you're not supposed to say yeah, this yeah no you're not supposed to <laughs> you're not supposed well to put I that don't know I mean it's different for different people because I know with with my family like uh, my dad since like my childhood has been telling me how like when he dies this is all mine you know like so it's it's like proud to have a son to hand the garden over to oh 
but you're the only speak, boy. Yeah, but speaking more, um, 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 less uh, blasé-ishly, as Tony is here, mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened. I'd just be told, don't be silly. <laughs> and that would be the end of this, the conversation. No, we wouldn't have had, you know, a moment like that if I had asked my mother, what's going to happen to me? Like, just shut the fuck up and go to sleep. <laughs> Time for this shit. If you keep this up, you'll find out. That's <laughs> <laughs> not too far from what you probably would have said. Although, like, uh, I remember I went to a friend's wedding and um, um, the bride's mother gave a speech saying, oh, like, um, uh, always be love each other and like uh, always be kind to it and make sure at the, at the end of every night uh, tell each other that you love each other with all your hearts and stuff like that and I was talking to the bride later saying how her mum gave a very lovely speech and she was saying oh yeah that's because when when she was a child her and her mother got into a big argument and they went to bed angry and then the mum died during the night and so like oh, she's been very um it's awful yeah but like um no and I thought it was I thought it was really lovely how the mother took that as um, uh, as a way not to treat someone and like made a very happy um, message for the daughter. Yes. Whereas I was thinking if that happened in my family, we'd hear about it every time there was an argument. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, you should be happy you have a mother. <laughs> you know, that type of... Um, my family was never like that. With drudging up the past. Oh, if we did talk about the past, we had nothing to talk about. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something about my family. <laughs> my family was all about deny, deny, deny. <laughs> if I ever said my parents did something fucked up to me that I still resented them for, oh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, so That's you'll gaslit. <laughs> That, we, I had an auntie that was like that, actually. Well, um, uh, this didn't happen to me, but it happened to my cu- my cousin. So my cousin was in the car with her auntie, who's also my auntie. And she was sort of muttering, backstabbing people. And then my cousin mentioned it. And like the auntie was like, why would you make up such things? Like, that, that never happened. <laughs> and so that was a lasting memory of, of that auntie. Hmm. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, with me, it was. It was more gaslighting. It was, you're, you're nuts. I never did that. Mm. I think a child forgets, but they remember. Oh, yes. <laughs> Especially me. I remember every fucking thing. It's sort of, I mean... Um, the victim will remember better than the perpetrator. Yeah, I've thought I've had that same thought, and that kind of makes me nervous because it's like, what if I hurt somebody and I just don't remember it? That, yeah, that is also something that sort of bothers me because uh, then, like, it could very much be a case of someone 
bringing something up with me that I have no idea of. <laughs> like, I and can honestly yeah. say, I don't remember doing that at all because I don't. Yeah. And then I would, that, I would, that would make me feel terrible. Mm. I mean, I, yeah. Well, I'm sure if you asked my ex, oh, I was <laughs> awful. You were the villain of that relationship. I was sure. the villain. Every fucking thing I did was wrong. I was never taking his feelings into account. Get the fuck You were out just a self-absorbed cunt. One thing I will never forget. <laughs> One thing I will never forget was he was annoying. I can't remember what it was, but he was annoying me about something. And it was like one of those things where people just want to hear themselves talk. They don't really want any advice on yes. the problem. They just want to, you know. And I just got frustrated because I kept hearing it. And I said something like, I don't even know why the fuck you're telling me this because you're just going to do what you're going to do anyway regardless of what I say. Mm-hmm. And then there was a pause. And then I hear... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, are you serious? And he was like... <laughs> You, you don't even like me. I don't even understand why you're in a relationship with me. You don't love me. I, I don't even think you like me. I was like, oh. I really wanted to get off the phone, but I was like, now if I do, I'm going to look an asshole. <laughs> and I have to apologize when I don't mean it. Which I did a lot with him. Just to shut him the fuck up. But I'll just never forget the silence and then that sob. I don't not like you. <laughs> mm. I should have said, huh, if only you knew <laughs> that I just threw all of my standards out the window. Oh my god. <laughs> I just don't true. like myself. Yeah, I clearly don't, because look at what the fuck I put my... You allowed yourself to... <laughs> Sorry, this, this movie like opened a door of like self-diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> and what scares me is if he didn't end things, I probably would still be with him. <laughs> no, I don't... I honestly don't think I would. I think I would have fucking... It probably would have taken me a little while longer, but... Anyway. Mm. So this was one of those movies when it first came out that was talked about on all of the podcasts. Yeah. I used to listen to many of horror movie podcast. I saw a lot of rave reviews for this. Yeah. And um, I just remember thinking it couldn't possibly be any good. And um, being um, um, I think that I not that the movie's not good, but I think what really 
um, what I was really affected by was Tony Collette's performance because I think mm. this is one of her best performances ever. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, the ending, I'm not really too keen on. Um, yeah, yeah. It does sort of end. <laughs> I don't think it builds strongly to an end, but. Mm. Um, it, uh, to me, it's a very passive horror movie. Um, uh, my, like I watched her initially with my sister, and she left um, after the uh, decapitation scene, <laughs> and not not so much because she was um, you know that upset by it, but she uh, just uh, couldn't understand why the boy didn't say anything. <laughs> Whereas I found that, like, and I've been reading a lot of people find that, like, the scariest part of the movie is that silence of him coming home and then, like, just going to bed. <laughs> well, I... I know what I would do as an adult, but when you're all of, like, 16, Mm-mm. you don't know what the fuck to do. Well, and so, there's that feeling of waking up and hoping... It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, I think his reaction is 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 uh, On very point. true to reality. Mm. Yeah. Um. I think what is you really have to suspend your disbelief more is why he took her to the fucking party in the first place. Because she said to. I think he could have found a way out of it. Uh, but I don't even know why that she would want him to take her to the party. Because when you're that age, three years of a gap, well, that's a long time. Yeah. So she, I, you know, I wouldn't have been comfortable at that party with all those older kids. Yeah, yeah. And he had to have known, and Tony Collette had to have known that she wouldn't have been at that comfortable at that party with. She wasn't with her, um, her fucking yeah. peers. Well, I guess she, Tony, must know that her daughter's a bit strange. And like with the scene, even. Um, <clears throat> so I'll just quickly go back to uh, what you were saying about before how it, there was a lot of build up on podcasts. I, I saw a lot of it in written form because I wasn't listening to podcasts at the time. And mm-hmm. I had I had put it into my head that this was a movie more about um, like the, that it was a horror movie but it was going to deal more with say um, mental illness being hereditary. And so yeah, these I scenes these scenes here kind of you're... put that yeah. Yeah, that's what you're led to believe. Yes. And then the daughter being a widow in herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sort of the son being, uh, initially being the more normal of everyone. Well, aside from uh, Gabrielle. Well, the father really, I mean... Yeah, but he's unrelated. Yeah. Well, that's true. Oh. <laughs> I hit the mount where the microphone 
but she play well, like here she's playing well someone who uh is not <laughs> it's like she's not feeling the grief that she feels like she should be feeling it's almost like a relief that the mother's gone and so you kind of feel that guilt well yeah yeah because she even says that at the end she wasn't my mother anymore anyway mm, mm. And the fact that a child directed this <laughs> it's I annoying. <laughs> that really fucking pisses me off. Like some preschooler. <laughs> he was like thirty four yeah. when he made this movie. No. Younger than that. Yeah, younger than because I think 18, it's... so yeah. he's thirty six now. He was like yes. uh thirty two. Yeah. Jesus. 31, maybe. 31, 32. And I've been watching these videos on YouTube about how stupid Gen Z kids are. <laughs> and Karen <Apparently>, videos. <laughs> oh, well. No, I'm over that. Oh, I'm just on the sovereign citizen thing. Oh, my um, God. But, um... No, but I, but apparently it's a big thing now on TikTok. I don't know anything because I don't want I don't know anything about TikTok. But apparently it's a big thing now on TikTok where this guy goes out on the street and there's like debate over whether it's real or not. Yeah, yeah. But he goes and he interviews generation or Gen Zers um, and asks them general knowledge questions and they don't know. Okay. Um, how many states there are how many stars on the flag there are um, what um, what ocean is on the east side of the United States name three countries besides USA how many dimes are in a dollar oh my god he asked that to one girl, and she literally said, wait, is a dime the one with five or ten? <laughs> Which is pathetic. Um, I know I'm probably, this is a ball probably going over your head, because um, you're Australia, but um, <laughs> one of... Because no, a lot of it is, was American. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, he asked one girl... What state is Utah in? Which was a trick question. Because <laughs> it is a state. Because it is a state. Um, and there's another one. He did ask a, a bunch of trick questions. What year was the 2012 Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And the guy was in, like, oh, I don't know, sometime in the 90s. <laughs> what was Adolf Hitler's first name? Um, if I gave you a dollar for every day of the year, how many dollars would you have? For what year? Uh, a non-leap year. 
Um, what was I going to say? What is three times three times three? Twenty-seven. <laughs> these are all the questions that these people were asked, and they did not know. Yeah, yeah. Does the daughter usually look like this, or did she did she have a bit of prosthetics on? Are you fucking asking me seriously? Okay, fine. I think she played Matilda on and musical theater. Or she was in Matilda. That okay. clucking is a bit unnerving. It's a reference to Alyssa Edwards. Who the fuck is Alyssa Edwards? <laughs> She's a drag queen. I'm afraid to ask if the brother's cute. Because he's probably like 14. <laughs> he is a... Um, um, a strange look. I don't think he's cute. No, I wouldn't say cute is the word at all. Mm. I was going to get high. <laughs> yeah, fucking pothead. I can't believe that there's scenes where he's smoking a bong. Like, who does that anymore? Bongs <laughs> are so 70s. Oh, I knew people that smoked bongs into the... I never... No, when... I mean, the kids... I was never really into it, but the well, kids... Well, it was more the pipes that people had, but yeah. Yeah, it was either a pipe or a blunt. Everybody bong... wanted a blunt because they wanted to look gangster. Bongs were in garages... Uh, pipes and blunts were out and about. Because I always remember the noise of a bong. Yeah, the bubbling water. I don't know. Yeah. I've never used one. Um, I've never used one. Um, I smoked weed out. I smoked weed from a joint and from a pipe. I probably could count on how many times, on one hand, how many times I smoke weed. Seven? Somewhere between five and six. <laughs> Not that many. <laughs> I don't really like it. What did you think of these miniatures as a story device? I thought they were a little macabre, especially the one with, that is a reenactment of the accident. Oh, I th always thought the weirdest one was when the grandma was breastfeeding the daughter, <laughs> like the oh, hi. How's the, party? the grandchild. Why you want to know if you should come? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um, Anna Ferris used to have a hobby of recreating like dioramas like that of famous crime scenes with rats or just with. Dolls. No, like with Tony, Col like what Tony Collette's character did, with dolls. Yeah. 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 Okay. She would. I guess she would make them. I don't. Remember, yeah. Yeah. I, I. I don't remember. Um. She was. She was talking about it on a talk show. That was like her. Her hobby. She yeah. liked to recreate. She, she was into true crime, and she liked to 
make things. So she put them together and started recreating, like, I don't know, fucking Jack the Ripper. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) death murder murder scenes. I don't know. Maybe she recreated the fucking photo of the naked girl by the sign from Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, or maybe she was like Peter Curtin from Copycat. Maybe. Wouldn't that be a I actually twist? did think of that. That did go through my head when she was telling the story. I, I was thinking, okay, um, you're a freak. She'd recreate it in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my, one of my exes, not that one, um, another one, had a huge crush on that actor, what the fuck is his name? Uh, it's something like something really average, like Peter McGallagher. You know, like. it's like some Lawrence David David Lawrence or something. Who are you like talking? The uh, killer from Copycat? Yeah, because he was also in like some eighties comedies, and I think that's what he knew him from. Uh, okay, yeah, but he was in some actioner with. Jean Claude, nowhere mm. to hide. Oh no no no! It was Hard Target. I reckon he played one of the sons. I remember that cover with the fucking the arrow. Yes. Okay. Um. Clearly not. Mm-hmm. You should have had your EpiPen. Why? I don't know. Like, why would you go anywhere with... I mean, if you have a peanut allergy that's that severe, why would you go anywhere without... It should be in the car. He can just drive to the local pharmacist and just get one from there. (laughs) But this was... This was... You know, 2018. Everybody's got a fucking nut allergy. I would have just called mm. out. Does anybody have? Because mm, you can use anyone's. I don't know. Can you? No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. They're just a generic. <laughs> Are you allergic to anything? Just raw onion, but not not in any way like this. The only thing I'm allergic to that I know of is a certain kind of. Um, Anesthesia. Oh, okay. Ooh. Is that... I had a... I had a... Well, I was told um, after the fact um, because I had a minor surgical procedure and they told me when I came out of it that they gave it to me and I started to turn bright red Um, and they gave me Benadryl and it went away. Um, so they said, you know, just write this down in case you have any other procedures. Get a tattoo of it. Um, I used to keep it on a little piece of paper in my wallet. I I remember it's called vancomycin. I have to tell surgeons, don't give me any vancomycin because I'll turn red. I don't don't know. Paprika. I, well, growing up, I never knew anybody who was who had any serious allergies. I knew I knew one boy who had an allergy, and this was quite, you know, 
<laughs> in the nineties. Uh, before nut allergies. Yeah, before it was a big before it was a big thing. But like I I I, I know uh, um, uh, an old like an an ex's uh, relation who she reacted badly just by having uh, a satay sauce dish go past her at a restaurant, and she's like breaking out. Yeah. And then we just drive away like nothing happened. <laughs> now, who is the actress who plays Joni? Because when I was watching this again, she sounded familiar. Yeah, she has been in things. She's a. Uh, Actually, I feel like she might have been in Practical Magic. Oh, God. <laughs> I just one of the... Um, she's a chubbier lady. So I will say that I do kind of feel like, uh, I mean, I think it is kind of, that their everyone's relationship was kind of a bit jarred prior to anything happening. Yeah. It was a very um, uh, segregated household. Yeah. Like, they all just keep to their own, keep to themselves, really. Um... Well, with the exception of my parents, I mean, my house was like that. My parents were always together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my sister, um, let's just say she's got problems. <laughs> um, she makes dolls out of corpsed animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only she were that creative. Ah, <laughs> uh, this whole sequence is uh, devastating. <laughs> um, a little bit. <laughs> and Tony's screaming is just... <sighs> I I have never seen I mean I can't say that I have liked everything that she's been in but I don't think that she's ever done poorly with anything yeah. that she's been given yeah yeah I think she's just one of those actresses who is incapable of a bad performance well I think um if you're educated well, um, a lot of acting is um, <laughs> taking your own self out of yourself, uh, really trusting a director and being a tool for what they want. Mm. So if if this, I, I'd say this is Ari acting through Tony. So like when an actor says more, more, you know, when a director says more. Um, 
this is what becomes of that. Um, he said that one of his inspirations for this um, was that movie, uh, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife. Oh, okay, and her lover. Her lover, yeah. How? I don't know. Have you seen well, that movie? No, I have okay. not. Um... It inspired the Madonna cone dress. <laughs> did it? Well, Gautier did the. Yeah, well, she, yeah, Gautier, Gautier yeah. did that. She didn't. She no, of Helen Mirren, he he did her outfit in that movie, in that yeah. I reckon, yeah, which was very like similar. That used to be on quite a few times on our local uh, SBS. Isn't that an S NC seventeen movie? It is, but SBS would show things like that, but cut out. They'd cut out penetration, but they had sex, you know. Was there penetration in that movie? I don't remember. I remember there was male nudity. Um, oh, it was it may have been the first time I saw a penis on screen. <gasps> I might have told this story before. I might have told this story before. Um, But I think the first time I saw a penis on screen was the movie... Have you seen the movie Out Cold? No. Um, It's from the 80s with Terry Garr and John Lithgow. Um... I'm pretty sure I told this story before. But I was very young, and it came on at, like, 2 in the morning or something at, um, on um, HBO. And, um, yeah, within, like, the first fucking 15 minutes, there's two full frontal nude sh- shots. Yeah. Two! Um, unfortunately, they... One of them... I mean... The one guy was a younger... Well, the one guy was a younger guy. He was very, very hairy, though. Uh, but he wasn't bad. Um, Terry Garr's character was having an affair with him, and her, the husband was co- coming home, and he left out of bed, and he was trying to get dressed. And I was like, oh. <laughs> um, and then the husband came home, and... I don't, I don't know the actor's name, but if you if you saw him, you would know him. Um, he played the sheriff in My Cousin Vinny. I think that's like my... I think that's okay. his most... One notable. of his most notable ro- yeah. roles. But yeah, uh, he was he was an older guy, not like, you know, kind of, sh- you know, schlubby. And he did Full Frontal, too. And I was like, what the fuck? Because he came home to take a shower... Because he was cheating on her, too. Um, and, um, yeah, he just, like, stood in the bathroom doorway for a good, like, ten seconds. And I was like, what is happening? What is this movie? <laughs> um, Sorry, what was the name of the movie? Out Cold. Out Cold.
I thought I thought your first one was uh, Pieces. No, I didn't see Pieces until I was like 13. You didn't see that piece till later in life? No, and I, not, it didn't have any effect on me. Anyway. <laughs> you know, something that, and this is so macabre, something I wonder is how long I would stay in mourning before going back to my normal life. I know, this is a little too quick for me. Mm. It was like the, the funeral was in... Um, Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Bloody birthday! Yeah. Yeah, and Julie Brown, her father was just killed, and then she's like getting fucked in her bedroom by her boyfriend. Oh my god! I just want to forget. And the sisters watching through the glory hole in the closet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fuck the pain away. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank you, Raw. Peaches. <laughs> no. Um, that song was in um, My Little Eye. Oh, Okay. You know that song? Was that like a real like song like on the radio or something? Peaches. I, I know the song about peaches. Oh, wow. Sucking on my titties yeah. like you wanted me, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, that's song. Yeah, that's the song that plays In My Little Eye with... Um, Miranda One of the girls in the house. Huh? Oh, okay, yes, I know. Get one of the bit. girls in the house is having uh, the sex scene with Bradley Cooper. Oh. Run over his bike. I don't know. The father seems very unaffected. Mm mm. Mm. Well, yeah. Like I was saying, they all seem very, uh, you know, cold to each other. They only really have that one moment at the dinner table of, of vent. Oh, it's it's not who I was thinking of. And but I think this this actress plays it very well to seem like the very innocent, helpful one. Oh yeah, for sure. The only performance I have some issues with is the son. You tried to kill me. You tried to kill me. You tried to kill me. He, yeah, um, he plays close to the line a lot of the times, and then he sometimes goes over the line. Like I liked, uh, yeah. I liked his um, 
when he was choking while while smoking. I thought that was a good intensity, whereas anything after that was a bit much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to kill me, he's trying to kill me, he's trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dramatic, Brandon. <laughs> Well, you know, because I was saying that there are a lot of similarities between this and Midsummer. She is the pedale in Midsummer. Oh yes, yeah, I see what you're saying. Pedale and his charming Swedish accent being all sexy. I do enjoy Midsummer more though than this. Um, I, I, yeah, me too. But in saying that, I, I quite enjoy this one. I did kind of find them to be uh, flip sides of each other by way of one being dark visually and the other one being light visually. All of the interiors of the house are all. They're all sets. Yeah. They couldn't... He said that he couldn't find... Um, it took him two months, and they couldn't find the right house. Um, um, well, that was right on the Because of the round inside. windows? Um, I don't know. He didn't say specifically, but... Yeah. I think it was because... Um, from the the way he explained it, he has a very very specific vision yeah. of the way he wants the movie to look, and he said what he'll do with, or at least what he did with this one was he spent um, what was it three weeks, five hours a day, he. And the production designer and the cinematographer um, going over every scene where he would draw these the shots as best he yeah, could yeah. on a dry erase board, and he did that so that everybody would be on the same page with the way the movie should look. Yeah, and he said that um, the production designer was very very good with um bringing his idea of yeah. how these this the sets uh would look to life um but yeah they couldn't find the right house because of the interiors um so everything was everything that you see inside the house is was built yeah uh the attic the bedrooms the stairs the whole everything. way yeah um and the tree house was also built they had two um one for when you see her the daughter sleeping inside and then one for the end with all yeah. the naked people the naked coven very rosemary's baby yes 
But you know <laughs> how fucking many filmmakers that age will go through such painstaking efforts. No, I, I would. I could imagine. Um, I, I feel not that... very many. No, I don't think so. <sighs> I'm gonna trust he went to a good film school. Um, yeah, no, he but... went to AFI. But you the, remind um... me of. Um... But I'm saying that I think his talents surpass a lot of modern yes, filmmakers, yes, especially yeah. he, um, his age. Yeah, he definitely uh, was a um, <laughs> grew above the other students. Um, no, what I was going to say is that there was a movie that I like. It's it's very uh, um, just mindless called Shoot 'Em Up, uh, which is just a action where there's a lot of um, shooting. But the director of that actually uh, soundboard uh, he'd um, basically did the whole movie as a stick cartoon that you could basically watch if you wanted to, and it was to to show how he wanted every scene. But because he did it so uh, with every shot, you could almost do like a flip book, and it was the same movie. Mm. So I understand the the concept of a director, um, you know, being very precise with how they want a scene to look. I'm imagining Ari isn't one that leaves a lot to chance when it comes to how a film comes out. No, I I wouldn't I wouldn't think so. But he said that. Um, they were invited to Sundance with this and it wasn't finished. Oh, okay. They, they still had to do a lot of sound design. Yeah. Um, and I think some music as well. But I, I think a lot of it was, you know, Foley. Polishing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, but and it would have taken like two months to get it to the way he wanted it. Yep. Um, and I think he just did as best as he could because he knew that this was an opportunity he clearly couldn't miss. Um, so I think they did the best that they could and they did the screenings. Um, he said the first screening went okay and then there was like some word of mouth and the second screening was went really well and he was yeah. really surprised at how how much the audience liked it yeah well fun I guess he went back in um, before it got a major release and did the changes or made the changes that he wanted to make yeah So did it get any accolades in Sundance, or is that not that top of festival? Yeah, I oh, think okay. it did. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I don't think Sundance. Do you? Do they have awards? Yeah, I'm not. I, I can't remember. So. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm trying to remember if if Sundance is just for exhibition. For 
distribution. Oh, okay. Like, like Khan. Khan. Yeah. Um, well, it is the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, so they, like, but they might have like a like a jury prize or something. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. That I feel well. <laughs> I could be making up a memory where I've seen it in the olive leaves. No, it drives me crazy is nobody can say con properly. <laughs> Everybody says cans. No, oh, it's not no, cans. you don't say you don't say s. <laughs> oh, they I hear people say the s all the time. I remember you reminded me earlier when uh, you were saying about dumb answers. Uh, I always remember Christina Aguilera asking where they're going to be holding Khan this year. <laughs> oh my god. This was a long time ago, so I'm sure she figured it out. <laughs> I would I would not be too happy. No, no. I would have fucking busted that thing. Are you out of your <laughs> yes. fucking mind? But even the fact that he doesn't say that shows how, you know, stoic they are towards each other. Yeah, they're very detached. Mm. Um and she, like, even her to herself. Yeah. And the fact well, she's well, able even him, to do it. Yeah, and plus, and even with the, with dinner, it's like, you know, dinner's ready, eat, don't eat, I don't give a fuck. Mm. Pretty much. But then you have this scene here, which is also, I think, one of the best scenes in the movie, when they finally let loose and they say what needs to be mm. said. Mm. Um, and this is one of her best moments in the movie. Yes, it's iconic. <laughs> I am oh, your yes. mother. <laughs> With that face on your this fucking is like, face. <laughs> this is like you know, if this was if if she did this kind of if she gave this kind of performance in Mommy Dearest. Mommy dearest might <laughs> not have been <laughs> have sucked. Have been the joke yes. that it turned into. They well, should have just waited. <laughs> Tony seems 30. to have uh, hot and cold, whereas um, Faye just seemed to go hot the whole it, time. Faye was just nuts the whole time. Well, so Joan Crawford was nuts the whole time. It was so. either hot or boiling. <laughs> but see, yeah, mm, well. We both know that face, crazy. But, um, but as campy as the performance is, I think it really is on point as the way Joan Crawford really yeah. was. But like something that I agreed with, Faye, <laughs> with. Face on your face, so full of disdain and resentment, and always 
shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did, but your sister is dead. She's gone forever. And what a way to... <laughs> So I had to let this scene play out. <laughs> It's like admitting a problem is the first step, and if no one has taken the step, then <laughs> what's, there to, yeah. what's there to do? But then it turns into the blame game, which is a yeah. completely wrong way to go about something like this. Like, uh, and I feel like he shouldn't have gone defensive, like because no. His reaction seems stronger than what he is. Yeah. It's an aggressive reaction as opposed to... It a... is. <laughs> He's like their dad. <laughs> and their siblings. Yeah, but what I was going to say about Faye is, I think I think it was she who commented, or or, or some uh, average reviewer might have said it, is that like Jack Nicholson will be lauded for his work in The Shining, whereas she gave the same energy in Mummy Dearest, but because it was suggesting because she's a woman, she gets treated like she's some frantic idiot. And I kind of felt that point is that men can go over the top a lot easier than women can and be respected for it. Um, <laughs> not all the time. I mean, <laughs> I could think of one actor in particular who went a little over the top in a certain remake um, directed by Gus Van Sant. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was over the top. I just thought he was an idiot. <laughs> um. Well, yeah that that was his, that, that was, was his <laughs> over the top. Yeah, that was his. Uh, can't get away from being a comedy actor. A not very funny comedy no. actor at that. I don't think his style of acting really only worked in Clay Pigeons. Uh, when it came to any or just in his dramatic role? Any, anything. Everything else I saw him in, I thought, oh my God. See, how does he keep getting hired? <laughs> I, I, I would say this, but like, I'm, it's probably less him, but I didn't mind the movie Wedding Crashes, but I think that was because of Isla Fisher. I really liked her in it. Hmm. I never saw it, but I did watch um, Confessions of a Shopaholic, and then I, I wish that I didn't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I never intend on watching that one. 
Have you read the books? No, no. Oh, the books are so fun. And that's why I watched the movie. Yeah. The books are so fun. They're very, you know, light and, um, uh, what's the word? I think there's, you would like them. Okay. Um, because they're the kind of, like, subtle, silly humor that I think that you would like. Yeah. But, um, what the fuck is her name? Um, Sophie Kinsella. No, Sophie Kinsella, the author of the book, um, kind of, kind of fucked herself a bit with those books, um, because it's kind of like how when an actor plays the same character, um, on a sitcom for so many years, think, like, the, uh fucking what the fuck is her name Deborah Messing effect um, yeah she can't help but play Grace and everything else or Sarah Jessica Parker can't help but play Carrie Bradshaw and everything else um, it, all of Sophie Kinsella's books after or during when she was writing the Chopaholic books all yeah. of her lead female characters came across as um, Becky yeah yeah uh, the the same character in the shopaholic books. Well, I, I in saying that I understand when authors uh, do pseudonym work, um, like Richard Buckman, if that was his name. Well, he only did that because he, his publisher wouldn't allow him to publish more than one book a year. Oh, that okay. Was, that was all that was about. Oh, okay. Um, the other one is an author who uh, isn't very nice to our community. <laughs> but I can understand mm-hmm. um, J.K. Rowling doing another work under a different name. After, yeah, but, it, yeah. Well, but when you're that famous as an author, I mean, it's not... You're not hiding it from anybody. So I don't understand the point. It's like, people yeah. know it's you. Okay. People didn't know it was Stephen King originally, with the, when the Richard uh, Bachman books first came out. Yeah, I feel like with J.K. it came out quite quickly that it was her. Oh, I don't even know if she tried to hide it. It's almost like uh, the suggestion of it was her trying to say, this isn't going to be a fantasy book. So judge it differently. Hi, And I think these scenes are good for the fact of you got to see how much grief Tony went through. That you sort of mm-hmm. want you want these things to happen for her, where she gets to communicate with her daughter. And yeah, and um, with the dinner scene, um, 
her pain is conveyed so so beautifully um but then when you get to the seance her desperation is conveyed just as strong yes and yes. you can really feel it yeah that she needs this she needs to communicate with yeah whatever the fuck the daughter's name is and she needs the help from her husband and her son who are yeah. resistant I'm just gonna say it I I think Tony Collette is otherworldly <laughs> I think she is some species that we don't understand because she is a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she have any kids? Um, I have a feeling she might, but I could be wrong. Because I could be confusing her, um, like, uh, with Kate Blanchett having kids. Yeah, because she and Kate Blanchett are so similar. Well, they're both Aussies. <laughs> and I think they're both uh, good caliber actors. Did you watch um, United States of Terror? I watched the first season, I reckon. Mm. Did you? I did, and uh, by the second season, it went to shit. <laughs> well, I kind of got that feeling that it could have been one of those shows that um, should have not had a good known its ending. Well, I am not. It's all sure. Diablo's fault. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, mm. I'm. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but when the second season started, it was almost like the first season didn't happen because okay. there were a lot of unanswered questions and you came back to it thinking, okay, we're going to get some kind of resolution for this thing that happened in this episode. And then everything was just disregarded. And then the show had a totally different feel to it. Um, yeah. And it... Again, you know, she's incapable of a bad performance. Uh, and she was still really good, as bad as the show got. Um, it just wasn't... I think I got... I, I think I finished the second season, and then I was like, oh, I'm done with this. Was there a third, or did it finish? There was a third, oh, and okay. I knew somebody who kept watching it, and I was like, I, I was asking what happened each week, and every time you told me, I was like, uh, they really, <laughs> seriously, they went down that route? Nah, that got bad. I mean, I'm I glad it, it brought her the the, uh, the audience and the accolades. But. Yeah. Well, it was a perfect show for her because she was able to play all those different characters. Yeah. Um, And it really, really showed her versatility. Yeah. 
Um, so I was glad she was able to get that chance. Yeah. Um, but it just it went too far off the off the rails. <laughs> I, I I'm a bit embarrassed to admit this, but um, you know the stats of Tara or Tara or whatever it's called. Um, it kind of made me stop watching Family Guy as much, just because uh, I remember. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane got interviewed sort of uh, a few days after she won a big award for it, like either the Golden Globe or Emmy or something. And he made fun of her for winning it. And I just I kind of like got a bit defensive about it. How did he make fun of her? Well, he wanted um, Tina Fey to win, I reckon, for um, um, Steady Rock. But he was he, in in the voice of Stewie. He was saying, "Oh, um, he didn't want her to win because um, now, you know, you have to have that conversation of, oh, do you know who's really funny, Tony Collette, and like it was just, <laughs> and like it just rubbed me wrong because it's sort of a case of like, um, just because someone's a comedian doesn't make them a funny comedy actor, and just because someone isn't, you know, a traditional comedy actor doesn't make them not funny." Well, Tony Collette is really funny. Yeah. Um, but um, they. Why did you have me? It wasn't my fault. I tried to stop it. <laughs> uh-huh. Why did you have me? It wasn't my fault. Is not the right. I was trying to have an abortion. <laughs> um. But um, they did. They. I remember they referenced. United States of Terror on Family Guy. Um, there was an episode where Peter was watching it and he was, you know, because the big thing with the first season was the sister's bad boob job and then when she finally revealed them. Um, and there was an episode, yeah, Peter was watching it and he was like, ew, look at her boobs, ew. Um, so that, but with Seth MacFarlane, it, to me, um, it's he seems to not be very happy with his own accomplishments, um, or happy enough with his own accomplishments to be happy for other people. Oh, and okay. Their accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, what the fuck do you care? I mean, everybody knows <laughs> Tina Fey is wonderful. We all love Tina Fey. Nobody's, nobody's dissing the Fey away from Fey. Okay. Nobody's taking anything <laughs> from Fey. We love Tina Fey. Um, but when you got Tina Fey up against Tony Collette, I mean, I mean, and I, I really love Tina Fey in uh, in in. Every, a lot of things that she does as well. Um, I would say that Liz Lemon is a bit one note uh, compared to a <laughs> United States of Tara, but um, yeah, I, I, I think the writing was very good on Dirty Rock. You know, it was it, I enjoyed the show. I loved her book. Her book oh, yeah. was really funny. What's it called? Bossy Pants. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, bit. I 
I actually read that book like five, six times. It was, it was really funny. Okay. <laughs> the open window reminded me of I don't know well I think this was just something that was told to me by somebody who thought they knew fucking everything about like seances and contacting spirits um but when you you know on the Ouija board when you have the planchette and you have that um that little glass part that can pop out like the trouble board. The little... What? No. <laughs> the planchette yep, on a yep, Ouija yep. board. Yes. That little that little circular glass piece that pops out. <gasps> yep, yep, yep. Um <laughs> Like I said, I knew somebody thought they like, you know, were very spiritual and knew a lot about contacting otherworldly entities. And um, she was like, okay, so when you are about to start a seance, what you gotta do is you gotta take this piece out, and then you gotta wave the planchette around, because you gotta invite a spirit into that little hole. Oh my god. Um, (laughs) 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 So that's what it reminded me of with the open window. It was like she was inviting the spirit of the daughter into the house. (laughs) A little less embarrassingly. A well, little, yeah. Because it, it does remind me of those traditions where you open up the windows after a death to let them out of the house. Oh, I'd never heard that. No, it's a very wog. <laughs> uh, a European thing, sorry. <laughs> I've been told off for calling myself that before, so... <laughs> well, what about burning sage? But that's for negative energy. Yeah, that's for getting rid of the negative energy, yeah. Let me tell you something. That just does not work. <laughs> because I have burned so much fucking yes. sage. You don't feel the air. And the demons are still here. Maybe you're the demon. <laughs> that thought has actually crossed my mind, believe it or not. That's the twist. You're like uh, the kids from the others. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't like that laugh that you did right there. That was evil. <laughs> it, it was my evil laugh, and it was so unintentional. All she needs is a good slap. Mm-mm. Like a moonstruck. Oh my god. Snap out of it. <laughs> and there are three very different personalities in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
Was that in the movie or on your side of the world? What? I could hear barking. No, I don't hear it. The All right. I don't hear no, the dog. Okay. <clears throat> oh, it was in the movie. <laughs> Played the sun go on to do anything else? I was gonna look that up when we finished. I feel like you should have. Like, <laughs> it's a very, uh, um, uh, oh god, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Was this his first movie? Um, I don't think it was, but this is going from memories back when I looked it up a little while, like. Uh, a few years ago what tends to happen um when I go (laughs) when I go to if I if I um look up like a a newer movie with a a cast who is like you know in their early 20s or whatever and I go to see what else they've been in it's usually I usually come to find that they've been in like Netflix shows with with a a young ensemble like a Stranger Things yeah um, yeah. that tends to be the case a lot of the time so I wouldn't be surprised if he he was on one of those shows yeah yeah It's got a very um, uh, noticeable beauty mark. Mm-hmm. So I'd remember if I'd seen him in something else. Well, they talk about that in the audio description. So I, I was wondering if that was makeup to give him a certain look because of when she when Charlie draws him with oh, his okay. eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. X'd out now see his emo- his emotions are high Mm-mm. So you know what that and, means. And the uh, the Irish comes out. The Irish comes out, exactly. But did you notice? The Aussie doesn't look tiny. <laughs> you do exactly. Yes. That is exactly it. I don't, well, aside from Muriel's, I don't know if she's played Aussie. No, um, I think she did do I mean, some... Prior to Miru, yeah, she was in a movie called The Boys. That was interesting, I reckon. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, and she was in one. Sorry, <laughs> I'm remembering stuff as we're talking. <laughs> Dirty Deeds, I reckon, was something that she did post fame. Like, I wanted to say the young male actor is uninhibited with his acting in this movie. Yeah, but the. <sighs> I don't think he is um, as. Uh, it's not as fine tuned as Tony's. Is. Yes, yeah. No, well, no. I mean, come on. <laughs> God, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. No. Will it ever be? Have you ever seen Connie and Carla? No, I, I would like to actually. <laughs> I know it's just a, uh, you know. Um, I liked it the first time I saw it, but then the second time I was like, okay, this is really bad. <laughs> this is a really bad movie. What was that? What's it based on? Gentlemen prefer blondes? Is that? Oh, I don't know about or that. It's, it's, it's similar to another, an older one where it was two males hanging out in a strip club or something. Marilyn I don't know Monroe. what the fuck you're talking about. Connie I and Clara, that's the one where they're running away from the mob and they're held up with drag queens? They pretend to be drag queens. Yes. Well, that's all her work down the drain. <laughs> I mean, there seems to be a bit of a lack of understanding from the husband's part that she's in mourning. <laughs> mm. Like, I find that the most understandable thing she's done is to smash things up. Um... Um... I got the, uh, I got very, um, exorcist vibes. <laughs> I got very exorcist vibes, um, when the flames shoot out of the candle. Isn't something like that happen in the exorcist? I don't remember. I think it does. Well, um... Ari Aster said that when he was writing this, he was pulling from all of the movies that genuinely terrified him when he was growing yeah. up. And he said one of them was Carrie uh, that he saw when he was 12 and it like traumatized him. And then he said, I just went back and watched it recently and it's a lot campier than I remember. <laughs> It is. It's. Uh, I was thinking. Well, of that's Piper because Laurie. Piper Laurie chewing yes. up the scenery, delivering it like it's a comedy. It's certainly not Sissy Spacek. No. Piper was weak. Mm. Um, I used to actually be quite scared of the cover to carry at the video store. 
when she was in the bath, like the picture was of her in the bathroom covered in blood. I reckon. Oh, you had a different cover than we did. The old VHS that we used to have was it was a split shot. Um, it was one on one side. She was smiling and holding the flowers after she got crowned. And then on the other side is the famous shot of her covered in blood and her eyes are all wide. Yep, yep. After the drop. After. Mm-hmm. So it was a before and after. Mm. Um, I still... Um, I used to get a, a catalog where you can order vintage movie posters and one of the original posters used to be in there and it was just um, there was no images it was just text and um, I think it was supposed to be blood splatter I don't know I couldn't tell because it was in black and white um but it had like a, um, I think the, but it was a little too perfect to be like splatter. So it was, it was very, yeah. you know, um, Created. and yes, manufactured like by hand kind of, um, and at the top, it just said, if you have a taste for terror, take Carrie to the prom. And then <laughs> below it said, Carrie real big. And it had, it had the quotes. So that you would know that was the name of the movie. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's not some random uh, carry in air quotes. <laughs> but I thought that was one of the stupidest taglines ever. If you've got a yeah. taste for it to care, take carry to the prom. Well, because she- I don't see her as being the villain in the movie. No, she's not. Like, she's a victim that lashed out. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's exactly. Carrie is a victim, okay? Piper was the villain. And John Travolta, of course, but that's more his Scientology. Nancy Allen, yes, yeah, okay. Don't well, you come Piper after my Nancy. Piper was more of a villain than anybody, I think. Yeah. Play with the devil, you're gonna get burned. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's her own burn book. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> What am I gonna do with you? <laughs> Smother me in my sleep. I'll just let Mitchell do that. Oh, yeah. 
Dakota will just lie there and watch. Yeah, Dakota does it. She, she breathes in my face. She'll oh. feed me a, a night stream of carbon dioxide. Oh. Make it look like an accident. Are Did he mention Rosemary's Baby? Um, as a as a traumatic horror? Not in the not in the in the interview that I watched, but I'm pretty sure he did in the earlier interviews that he was yeah. doing for the promotion of the movie. Because I find it very Rosemary's Baby. Oh yeah, I mean like yeah, it's undeniably it's undeniable. Yeah. Did you have any uh, childhood traumatic horror? No. Like in movie form? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, well, yes, well, <laughs> that's not. Well, that's not true. Yes. Um, Aside from um, your confirmation video. <laughs> no, I didn't have a confirmation video. I had a communion video. Um. Um. My um. Uh, gremlins freaked me out when I was little. Okay. I always thought they were under my bed. Ah, okay. Um, and whenever I, I remember when I was very young, um, before I used to get into bed, I used to have to take a running leap and jump <laughs> because I thought they were going to grab my feet. I used to pray that there weren't any spiders in my bed. Oh. That was my nightly prayer. random woman mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine being a high school and saying that I'm surprised that the um, the um, the director's cut of um, Midsummer didn't get like a a more um, what do you call it um, like domestic release um, at the cinema? Is I no no on, D- on, okay. on on Blu-ray or 4K. Um, because I had the special order mine from the um, A24 website. Okay. I got... I, ours, ours were available um, for purchase without order. Yeah, the only way I was able to get it was I had to order it directly from their site. And... Um, but I got... I'm, I, I'm, I'm not really complaining because it, it came in a really nice booklet with a hard cover and everything um um but yeah Amazon do you still it. have like major DVD store stores uh, 
Uh, no. Nothing except for... You could still get stuff at Target and Walmart and Best Buy, but their, their sections are very, very small. Yeah. We've got a we've got a great store called JB Hi-Fi, which might be why we had easier access to it. Because uh, they've still got a wide range of Blu-rays and DVDs to buy. Um, I heard that um, Umbrella Enter- Entertainment is is starting to have a lot of good releases and people are importing them from Australia. Okay. They just announced a bunch of new movies. I was I was like, okay, I don't know any of. I think they're they're putting out mostly Australian movies for I guess for now. Yeah. But I I cuz they just re- announced a new batch of stuff that's coming out I was like I don't know any of these movies yes <laughs> did I tell you I watched that movie Nightmares you recommend you said you, not recommended but you talked about that had a fair bit of male nudity um the stage fright is what he called it yeah oh stage fright okay yeah but here it's called Nightmares Did you like it? It was fine. It was funnier than I was expecting. Like, I had a sense of humour. <laughs> and a lot more, I think, yeah, a lot more male nudity than I was expecting. Was it a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, well, nothing. Like, I don't think there was cock. But it was like a... Oh, well, that's a bunch of bullshit! Well, there might have been a snippet of it. Yeah, it might have been a snake, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little peekaboo. Little peek-a-penis. Peek-a-pee-pee. Here we are, they have the teacher talking <laughs> about the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I know is a token, it's a thing, but I don't mind it when it happens. It does, it's not something that bothers me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These CGI flies, on the other hand... <laughs> Well, the days of the Amityville Horror are over, okay? Mm. You're gonna fucking fly Wrangler. Yeah, you gotta get a Wrangler. Nobody has time for that. That was terrible. Do that again. You're a little (laughs) too aggressive. (laughs) It's supposed to be... A l- more subtle than that. Well, Jesus maybe it was, my microphone's right by my mouth. Got stung by a bee. I'm trying to do it, but I don't remember how to do it. Um, no, because my tongue keeps wanting to make that really loud pop. Can you do that? Yeah, that's what I was doing. 
No, you're clucking. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'm talking about... Hold on, let me see if I can still do it. D- he broke his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> that click of your tongue by the clucking of my tongue. I used to be able to do it a lot louder. You sound like you're turning on an electric blanket. Yeah, he broke his nose, didn't he, in that thing? I don't fucking know. He actually hit the hit the desk a bit hard. Why did he do that? Why don't they oh, have a, this is in character. a stunt doubler? Oh. They could a rubber it. desk. I think I think the desk might have been um not real, but he just did it too hard. Well, I mean, he's very lucky because if you get hit like that head on, you can get fucking. It goes bone into the brain. Into mm. the brain. So you learn in self defense. Hey, you gotta get that heal your. Mmm, your palm. Mm hmm. Fuck somebody <laughs> up. Like uh, Sally Field in Eye for an Eye. <laughs> she was lucky because she turned to that guy who was just like going to his car. <laughs> just like that part when she says, like, I hope I didn't hurt you too badly. And she turns around and smiles all proud. <laughs> Yeah, well, you did. Did you ever see that movie that I told you about? Um, that was really cute. Um, no. Oh, my name is Doris. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, it was super fun. Very cute. You like those old lady movies? I do. Drink your juice, oh. Brandon. Yeah. How the fuck did my drink go? I lost my drink. Here it goes. <sighs> this is a long ass movie. Mm. I, I I understand why there are people who dislike the movie and quite passionately dislike it. Or at least they're very adverse to people's liking for it. But I like it. There are people who... You know a lot of judgy Judgersons. Because you were saying that you were being ridiculed for Wild Things being one of your favorite movies. And I think you're surrounding yourself <laughs> by the, around with the wrong people. I, I don't like that. That was one person that ridiculed... Whereas when I say people who didn't like... It was more internet people. So not people that I know. Well, who the fuck cares? Like, this is what I don't understand. It's like people get so upset no, yeah, if I don't, somebody I don't, doesn't yeah. have the same opinion. Like, the fucking ass raping I got when I was posting about the Halloween, Rob Zombie Halloween episode. <laughs> people 
in the Facebook groups had their claws out and were gunning for my ass. My, my um, thing is if, if you post that you like something, you shouldn't get replies explaining why you're wrong. But if you post why you don't like something, you should also get the same privileges. That's your opinion, so have it. <laughs> but the thing is that I got so much shit. Well, I... Uh, I, can, I think you can only say that if it really affected you, but it's I couldn't give a shit what people are saying on Facebook. Um, but it's it's been the number one episode ever since then. So Halloween, yeah. It knocked poison ivy out of its perch. Out of her throne. One thing I'm happy though is that um, number two, the number two most played episode for a while has been the love object episode with you, me, and Charlie. Oh. <clears throat> And, like I feel like I'm such a um, I go along with anything so that's why I don't understand uh, I wouldn't be like the husband where I'd just be like alright if, if that's what we need to do <laughs> go on <laughs> I'm I'm happy to uh, side with irrationality or... you know what was crazy though in all this <laughs> that whole Facebook thing um, this girl really went off on me um and she was basically just saying how stupid I was because I didn't agree with her and and <laughs> all I said was wow I'd hate to argue religion with somebody like you <laughs> and she <laughs> She responded, oh, you're religious. Well, that says a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, these people were absolutely insane. <laughs> well, that was the point she needed. <laughs> you're mm. a fanatic Christian. So no wonder you, mm. you, you don't have to Yeah, taste. yeah, that's, that was exactly what, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what she was getting out of it. I didn't like the movie because I'm a religious zealot and I was offended by it. <laughs> Which I didn't say at all. I was speaking hypothetically. I think I actually threw politics in there too. I think I said I wouldn't want to argue with religion or politics with someone like you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. You should have just said I wouldn't even argue the time of day with you. But that's not original. That's just generic. It's, how is that not original? <laughs> well, Everyone no, says don't talk politics or religion. Mm. And... Uh, Go get some St. Patrick's into you. 
Oh no. He wasn't burning a great up, actor, burning anyway. up for a love. Yeah. He couldn't stay in character. <laughs> yes. Um. I may have forgot what I was going to say. Hmm. You may have forgot what I was going to say. Oh, you're talking you're about always, Rob Zombie and your religion. You're always sabotaging my. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um. Yeah. On um. One of the hosts on um, on um, Neon Brainiacs said that um, he never uh, discusses religion, politics, or music with anybody because oh, those okay. three subjects everybody has very strong opinions on. So. And it is true with all of the above. And especially, I mean, I get it with religion and politics, but it really annoys me when people ridicule me because they don't have the same musical tastes. Um, or, you know, um, uh, this pissed me off. Um, I, I am mad at myself that I allowed it to get to me as much as it did but um, this is a long time ago I had a mix a mix CD that I put into a CD player that we had in, in our kitchen and um, my cousin she's like my second cousin um, she's like 14 at the time and she was doing something in there, helping uh, my mother with dinner or something. Um, and there was a Tiffany song on there um, from like, what was it, her third? Or one of the, not, uh, not one of the, like, I think we're alone now, or, or you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was one. For, I think it was something from um, "Dreams Never Die." Um, and as soon as it started, like she started making like faces, and then as soon as the vocals kicked in, she went, oh, "I am so out of here," and stormed out of the kitchen. And it took everything in my fucking being to be like. You're that offended by my musical taste that you felt compelled <laughs> to storm out of the room. Really? Shut your guts are up. See, it's, some people just can't let musical bygones be go bygones. <clears throat> Well, especially teenagers. Because if it wasn't... If it hadn't come out last week, then that means it's not any good. <laughs> for the most part. Because teenagers have to, you know... it can't If it's not brand new, it's old and ugh. Mm. It's worthless. Oh, Why so would you much. embrace something that's from five years ago or ten years ago? It's ridiculous has no merit or value or beauty 
like a Tiffany song. Preach, sister. (laughs) Good times. Good times. Mm. I don't know how we're going to do Extremities because I don't think that's a good feel-good movie, do you? (laughs) Okay, fine. I mean, I'll do it, but don't, don't bring up future movies. I thought that was the first rule of Fight Club. That's true. I should have. Well, now we have to do extremities next week. Oh, since I brought it up. Yeah, but we can't because this is my choice. Yeah, your choice is hereditary. No. Um. No. No. Yeah, well, yes. Well, yes. Mm, there's that delivery chick. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. <laughs> but Extremities was on your list. You know, I've realized that I do these commentaries for myself. <laughs> like, I made these jokes to make myself laugh, and I'm, I'm, I was actually embarrassed to realize that. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't be for anybody else because I sure as hell don't see you fucking advertising. <laughs> Won't oh, get do, your do fucking promotion. tight ass on Instagram. <laughs> what promotion do you do? Being on Twitter, tagged I, on Twitter, I in a post. This. Being tagged in a post. Does not count as promotion. Okay. Right. Oh no, I did some Twitter promotion of our um, one-off YouTube's, not one-offs, but our special YouTube exclusives. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, Sailor. <laughs> it was like a a doll at the door. Yeah, we're not going to be able to do any of this for a while. At least at the time of this recording. Because I have a strike. Huh? I have a strike on my YouTube Oh, account. really? Yeah, I told you that. Yes, but... Which one was it affected by? The Green Inferno. Ah, that piece of... <laughs> I know. I went down for Eli Roth, of all people. Mm. Um, Like Anna DeParis. That didn't come out right. Um, But yeah, it's a 90-day... Oh, okay. um, I once got a... um, um, a ban on Facebook, but I bought it, and they said, "Oh, we get it. Okay, you're back what on." What did you do? What did you do? Tell me. I think I told you I was putting up movie quotes for people to guess, and I put up a, a rather violent one, and they said, "Oh yeah, promote violence." Was it from Seven or something? No, I have no, no, no. I, it was from Prime Primal Fear. Oh yeah. Mm. But did you put it in quotes? I did. And did you put hashtag Primal Fear? No, because it's a guess the movie. Um, so, I, so I put up guess the movie from the quote and then put the quote. 
you put guess the movie from the quote yeah. in the post? Yes. And people still didn't get it? No. No, people got it. People people knew knew what it was straight away. People knew well, that it was people. a movie quote, they were just they yeah. were still offended. Oh. No, but I think maybe Facebook has an algorithm that read it and took it down straight away. Oh, I don't know if it's that. No, I don't. I've put up some crazies <laughs> that have been from movies. Doing <laughs> that, um... I. It hasn't happened in a while, but like, um, fucking, uh, nothing ever happened when I used to put up those lip sync videos on Facebook, but then like two years ago, maybe a year, year and year and a half ago, um, a couple of them got taken down for infringement. I was like, okay, uh, I posted this in like 2014. So she transitions from comedy queen to horror. <laughs> Quite badly. What the hell are you talking about? Tony Collette cutting her own head off. Oh no, we don't, we don't, we don't. We don't She's terrible, that. Mario. Yeah. When Madonna said that on Jonathan Ross, it made me so happy. Yes. With that voice you, you thought was an accent, but it's a speech impediment. What? I thought that's who you were saying. He doesn't pronounce the BRs and Yes, he does. Yeah, that's who I was talking yeah. about. And he does not. No, I'm, I'm quite sure that's a, that's a regional thing. It's not like Spanish where they lisp everything. And they roll their R's. Yeah, but we do that as well. Ramon. Oh, I thought it was an earthquake. <laughs> no, it's Ramon. Oh, Tony, your penis is so powerful. <laughs> I'm coming. Okay, thanks. Get off me now. What? <laughs> you wanted it to be believable. Go wipe yourself on the curtains and get the fuck out of here. Music, it's so Ave Maria. <laughs> it's like boohoo, your mum's just died. It's such a well uh, made treehouse, it actually annoys me. Well, in movies, they always are. Yeah. Whereas I couldn't even get a plank across. 
Did you ever see that movie with Jessica Lange, um, Men Don't Leave? No. Um, well, it was like, it was a drama from like 1990. It was Chris O'Donnell's first movie. And, um, it had, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? The kid from, um, Can't Hardly Wait. Um, who Seth did, um, No, who, the one, the one who was bullied, um, and then yeah, did yeah. the, um, Paradise City at the, at the party. Um, but it was, it was a drama about, like, a family falling apart after the husband dies. Um, but this, the, he was, he was really young in it, and he had, like, this clubhouse in the back door in the backyard that was like all fucking professionally made it looked like a log cabin and yeah, it had yeah. like a locking door with like a deadbolt in it and i was so fucking jealous of that thing when i was a kid i was like i want that mm. um but you can only get that shit from the props department in hollywood movies yes okay. or if your dad is john hughes well, yeah, then you get the the playground. The whole playground, from, yeah. Before it goes to the dump. It's like nude yoga. This is like the happiest the music has been. This is very, um, fucking, um... Polyphonic Spree? No, it's like fucking, um... It's very, uh, 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 uh traditional, I would say, folk horror type score. Okay. It's, it's similar to the music that's in Midsummer. Yeah. Have a day. All right, settle. Celebrate. Something I hate about being in Australia is I get to see the American costumes for Halloween after the fact. And I thought, oh, that would have been great to do. Because someone did him with the broken nose and the <laughs> crown. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have done that. That's an easy look. I was never creative um, with Halloween costumes.
Satan. <laughs> May he reign. <sighs> what does she name the baby? Ah. I'm not sure. Because Andrew. It was taken away and she was told it well, died. Yeah. No. They told her he died. Yes. No, they told her it died, yes. Um but they gave him a name. Oh, Tony and, and Gabrielle she... were executive producers just by the way. <laughs> oh. No, you fucked me up. Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> they um she she Rosemary had a name and I'm pretty sure it was Andrew. Yeah. And then when they when the coven took him, they renamed him. And then when she decided she was gonna be his mother, she was like, Nah. His name is Andrew. No, it's Andrew. Fucker. And then they said they they did the hell Andrew. No. <laughs> what a very satanic name. Well, he wasn't supposed to be Satan's son, okay? Andy. I just remember... I, well, that's what they call him in the sequel. The son of Rosemary, that god-awful book. I just remember when I first... <laughs> when I saw the movie, after I read the book, um, I remember thinking, oh, the husband seemed so much more attractive in the book. Oh, okay. Um, and I, remember, I don't remember the actor who played him in the movie, but he was fucking 31, and he looked about 60. Hmm. Well, people aged a bit quicker then. Yes, I know. Because of the life expectancy. Yes, I know. I know this. I know all about this. Okay. It's like when Golden Girls started Rue McClanahan and J-Lo were the hey, same age. You know, you told me about the whole Jennifer Lopez <laughs> thing. Could you imagine Rue McClanahan doing the Super Bowl with Shakira? Yes. Yes, it would be a lot better too. Don't be fooled by the block. <laughs> By the rocks. By the rocks that she's got. That's right. I was watching a uh, fucking, um, a thing on YouTube about, like, things that you never knew about the Golden Girls not that long ago. And apparently, Rue McClanahan had a clause in her contract where she got to keep all of her clothes. Oh, that's good for her. And, um,. Betty White and B. Arthur didn't get along a lot of the time. Yes. Yes, I knew that much. Um, and Estelle Getty had terrible stage fright. And she didn't like uh, the storylines involving death. They were really ahead of their time with a lot of stuff. I mean, they had shows about AIDS... They had yes. shows about um, 
uh, homosexuality, uh, homosexuality, uh, transgender, um, all kinds of stuff. Um, so women's health. Remember when she had um, the chronic fatigue yeah. syndrome? And um, when Rose was touched by the dentist. Oh, we all get touched by the dentist. It happens. No, they usually touch each other. So you were violated by two people while you were under the gas. So what? You're single. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? That's from Seinfeld. I know. Oh, you never told me... Um, about the cookie? <laughs> about the... No, about the um, the trivia. Uh, of what? Of Seinfeld. Oh, no, I, I didn't go. Uh, oh, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. I don't really have anyone to go with, so... Matt is not a Seinfeld fan? Nah... I mean, um, and I've never, I, I don't know, I have been to straight quiz nights, but I'm now more gravitating towards gay with my people. Gays like Seinfeld? <sighs> no, what I'm saying is that the Seinfeld. What are you saying? Was that a Jesus gay, Christ. was that a straight club? <laughs> God, you're always beating around the bush. It's my uh, lack of being forward. Did you enjoy Hereditary? Um, I kind of checked out a bit toward the end. <laughs> it does sort of... I'm glad the ending comes quicker. Uh, mm. Like, it sort of... It, mm. Not that it, it... It semi-drags, but also like... semi uh, what I mean is it could have dragged longer which I'm glad it doesn't uh-huh. hail Satan oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are you so Catholic that you won't even say that uh, yes um, say it woman hail Santa <laughs> So, what is your final thought? Um, my final thought on this movie is that, um, 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 now, well, my takeaway, um, that's what I'm going to have, that's what I have here, um, and that is um, never build tree houses because Rosemary's Coven will um, hold fort in there and they will murder your family and make you their new leader. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what will happen. What you got from the movie, yes. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. see that. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you? Um... I wish I had the nerve to have gone to film school when I was young enough and been Australia's Ari Aster. 
but it those does days make are past. You, it does make you a little, feel a little shitty about yourself, doesn't it? I'll do it in the next life when I'm a cat. Well, you made that movie with the girl cutting her foot off. Her toe. <clears throat> and actually, do you still uh, have I, made, a... uh, I don't know where it is. Um, How could you not know where it is? But I, I, it was very quotable for "Never again, damn it." <laughs> Which got mm. to had a few friends yell that around. <laughs> you should have a screening. On your 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 uh, your. Uh, oh yeah, we your... could do a we could do a podcast on it. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that is the best idea I've ever heard. And then I'll complain to YouTube that it's like uh, up without my permission. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I don't know where it is. We'll find it, fuckface. How long is it? Oh, it's only like seven minutes. It was part of a oh, short well, film festival. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. Why couldn't you make a feature? Oh, for God's sake. You should make a feature with Mitchell and Dakota. Mm. <gasps> make your own mind. Prop them around, yes. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just me chasing after them the whole time. <laughs> well, at least, you know, we wouldn't have to worry about you murdering... Mitchell, like, they <laughs> yeah. killed all those poor little dogs. For the dogs. Shot, yes. I thought it was the cats that died. Oh, they both did. They went through kittens and puppies like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. They were getting drowned, and like the poor pugs sale. were getting their legs broken, and they were, oh, well, he's out of commission. Snap the neck. Milo and goodbye. Poor things. I know it's terrible, and I used to watch that movie a lot when I was little. Yeah, it was like on all the time. Mm. Yeah, and never, and you never knew the fucking Mm. the 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 ghosts that were involved in it. (laughs) What's the the, um? What's that word? Um, I was looking for collateral damage (laughs) for your entertainment. Well, I was going to say, like, something along the lines of, like, savagery or something, but... Mm. The animal neglect. Oh, that wasn't neglect. That was butchery. Mm. But, uh, they probably ate him, so... Mm. Pugs are quite delicious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In a a spring roll? Yeah, it's possible. Mm. The right dipping uh, sauce. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's now, now that we've kidding. alienated more customers, <laughs> more, <Yeah>. more listeners, <laughs> more, more customers. Yeah. Mm. Oh please! I sincerely doubt that anybody listens to, <laughs> to the very the end. <laughs> to the very yeah, especially with the ones that are over two hours. I I firmly believe that no one has ever listened to the Midsummer episode all the way through. Alright. If you've listened to this all the way to here, post the word Kacha. Kacha? Yeah. Because I'm looking at our Kacha steamer, so that's why I did. <laughs> that was the first word that I could say. You have to spell that, because I don't even know what the fuck he said. K-A-R-C-H-E-R. 
Can't you like make it something fucking sake of Christ? Less um, pretentious. Uh, Tupperware. Type. Um, what did they say? Hell, what? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Peyton or something. It was like <laughs> Paisley. All right. Paisley, that works. If you've okay. listened to it to the end, type the word Paisley into the <laughs> comment. Well. <laughs> All right. And what we did you say your takeaway or your final thoughts? Yes, I did. I did. Okay. All right. Well, I want to say thank you to Tony for joining me for this masterpiece of modern American cinema and I want to say thank you to the two people who actually listened to the end and until next yeah and until next time this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams